You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Welcome to Abandoned, the All-American Ruins Podcast. How many years have you been coming to the Pines? Seven years. Why do you keep coming back? Why? Because I tried other places, a double convenient as this. It has everything that I want. Uh, my husband and I and the children, everybody has a good time. Uh, I like the idea that they have a new and fresh program every time I come here. It's never the same thing. Always something new and different. The Pines is a resort hotel nestled deep in the heart of the Catskill Mountains of New York State. The Pines is a truly fabulous hotel where every facility that should be part of a vacation This is an unusual episode in that I produced it in less than 24 hours because just over 48 hours ago, we lost an abandoned space that was monumental to my growth as an explorer and a storyteller. So I guess you could call this a eulogy of sorts. Today is Monday, June 19th, 2023. 48 hours ago, The Pines Resort, one of the many iconic, abandoned, but still intact Borscht Belt hotels, burned to the ground. The night sky of South Fallsburg, New York, was lit up by the flames of a two-alarm fire that ravaged the property, which closed in 1998 after falling on hard times, economically and infrastructurally, which happened to most of the hotels in the area. Actually, a quick history lesson in case you're unfamiliar with the Borscht Belt, also known as the Jewish Alps. It was a chunk of land on the Allegheny Plateau, which most people know as the Catskill Mountains, even though they're not technically mountains, that housed over 100 Jewish-owned and operated and attended resorts and hotels, as well as many other types of summer bungalows and colonies, all of which were built as a safe haven where Jewish people could vacation throughout the year. It's a queer feeling to mourn the loss of a history that has nothing to do with me, but I guess that's a huge part of what this podcast is. Deep feelings about a time or place that isn't yours, isn't mine. The first time I visited the Abandoned Pines Resort, it was June, muggy and hot. I was wearing a thick, dark blue cotton tank top that would have been comfortable on the beach, in the sea breeze, right at dusk, when the air doesn't know what temperature it should be because it, like the rest of us, is mesmerized by the golden hour. But the first time I visited the Pines, it wasn't a sea breeze day, not that June day in 2021 easing into a pandemic summer number two, vaccinated and hopeful, opting for a quick drive up into the Catskill Mountains, where each time I go, which is a lot, I always hope to catch a glimpse of Rip Van Winkle, or at least his poor wife, who nobody ever talks about despite the fact that her storyline is, if you ask me, far more tragic than his. I mean, imagine losing your already deadbeat, but delightful husband to the ghosts of the mountains, which aren't even really mountains. Not geologically speaking, anyway, for those rolling crops of rock that barrel westward in New York are really just stand-ins. Costumes, imposters, facades pretending to be mountains, when they're really nothing more than a part of the Allegheny Plateau— which is basically just a chunk of the earth that is split into both glaciated and unglaciated portions of the Appalachian Mountains, an actual mountain range. 
but I'm getting distracted. I stood at the entrance of the pines on that June day in 2021, and I dreamed about what lay before me, the amazing places my imagination was going to go, the sacred ground that was going to hold all of my emotional and spiritual weight from a year and change into a global pandemic. It took me a moment, gazing up at the regal building right in front of the former main entrance, until I finally made my way inside. After standing outside for what felt like hours, as several small groups of Hasidic Jewish people passed to and from next to my car, which was parked in an empty field in front of the hotel. But once I finally got inside, I noticed how regular it all seemed. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was extraordinary in its own right, as these places usually are, but I had expected some kind of extra feeling today. I was still flying high on my recent vaccination for COVID, and what's more, I always feel so much happier in the summer. But the only thing that happened when I walked into the space that day was that I dropped into my body, the way that I always do inside any given abandoned space that I've been summoned to explore. I centered myself, and walked amongst the ghosts the way I always do, scoping out the path that I would eventually lead my friend Julie down when we came back the next time together. And within seconds, I found myself completely lost inside a time warp, swept up by the vast story of the Borscht Belt and everything it stands for culturally and socially and personally. Because despite the fact that it wasn't built for my safe havening, it became my sanctuary, one of many, many cathedrals of safety and serenity during a particularly dark time in my life and certainly in the wake of the modern world. activities seven days a week i'm going to tell you something bob do you know who my best my best source of information is the guests you see we listen to them here at the pines hotel every day they get a dance class every day they get a gymnastics and yoga class every single day we have it was all there the beds and the lamps and the dishes and the pamphlets in the storage closet where I found job applications and employee safety manuals and hangers and the remnants of what life used to be like, little inanimate phantoms that stayed behind while humanity drifted on. I remember the concrete bridge over the pool outside next to the remains of the theater, connecting one side of the pool deck to the other, where, for a moment, I watched the apparitions of ghosts long gone float around and laugh and feel seen and understood and in community. And I think, aside from all of that, to know that this space, a space that has meant so much to so many people for so many reasons spanning so many decades, has now just simply evaporated, claimed by the already raging northern hemisphere fires of the 2023 summer, Well, it's sad. There's no other way to put it. It is a loss, a monumental loss. I would have liked to have said goodbye. And I know many people out there would too. But that's impossible now. The insurance money will be collected. And the scraps, such as they are, will probably be leveled. 
and the disputes over property ownership will likely continue as they have since the Pines shuttered its windows and locked its doors for good a quarter of a century ago. But something that the fire can never ever steal are the memories that will remain. As long as the stories that were created and lived inside this magnificent gem continue to be shared. All of them. Mine included. Testaments to the lives before us, to the successes and the failures behind us, to the love that was shared in this place of triumph and community. Farewell, O oh sweet Pines Resort in South Fallsburg, New York. You were truly the perfect all-American ruin. If you'd like to learn more about the Borscht Belt, I'd encourage you to go back to season one of this podcast and listen to episode three, Hello, I'm Shelley Duvall, where I cover more of the history while guiding you through the physical and spiritual realm that remains at the abandoned 550-acre Neville Grand Resort and Hotel. Or, better yet, donate to the Borscht Belt Historical Marker Project and check out the bonus episode about that important initiative and the woman behind it, photographer and historian Marissa Scheinfeld. If you're just tuning in for the first time, then welcome again to Abandoned, the All-American Ruins podcast. The entire first season is available now, wherever you get your podcasts, and season two comes out this September. In the meantime, I've been producing bonus episodes where I share the stories of other urbexers, outside-of-the-box thinkers who have influenced this community in unique and unexpected ways. In fact, this coming Thursday, I'll be sharing the story of Dylan Thuris, the co-founder of the Urbex juggernaut Atlas Obscura. It's a really special episode because he's an amazing storyteller and a really good guy. And we're going to make an exciting announcement when it's released. So subscribe now or learn more about the entire All-American Ruins multiverse at allamericanruins.com or follow me on Instagram at allamericanruins. Abandoned, the All-American Ruins podcast is written, edited, produced, and hosted by me, Blake File, with studio space courtesy of Radio Kingston, WKNY, AM 1490, FM 1079 in Kingston, New York. Special thanks, as always, to Ida Hakala, Jimmy Buff, and Manuel Bloss for the resources and encouragement. Carrie Donahue, the faculty and cohort of the 2022 SUNY Stony Brook Audio Podcast Fellowship for the guidance and mentorship, and the Good Work Institute in Kingston, New York for sponsoring All-American Ruins. This All-American Ruins audio adventure is brought to you by the Good Work Institute, inspiring and amplifying the collective power of people committed to just transition. Basically, just transition is a national framework for advancing systems change at every level. Good Work Institute focuses on supporting and cultivating good work. That is, supporting people and initiatives that are building regenerative economies and thriving communities while rejecting systems of oppression and extraction. Good work can take many forms, volunteer work, in your business or job, in your family, in your community, or, for me, in this podcast, where we talk a lot about the nuanced and layered topics of American society and culture through the lens of the physical and metaphorical ruins of America. Good Work Institute is based in Kingston, New York, and works with people and initiatives throughout the colonized Mohican Tuck land, or the Hudson Valley. To learn more about the people at GWI and their programming, 
visit goodworkinstitute.org. Thank you.